Welcome to episode 35. We are with Doug Krinsky and we are going to be talking about anti for autism and it's an event that helps um, autism and it's at the market this week. Before we get to that, I just want to make a couple quick announcements and thank our sponsors. Thank you, Sell a Million, for your sponsorship. 101 tips for furniture and mattress store owners to sell another million. If you haven't gotten this, hurry up and get it. And my favorite mattress group in industry group, Mattress Industry Network Group on Facebook. They are a sponsor of our show and they help you as a retailer to build your business. It is a group for retailers, by retailers, to help you build and succeed and network. There are big stores, little stores, every kind of store. You want to learn how to market. You want to learn how to sell. You, you want to learn what lines to bring in, which ones to avoid. It's, it's all in this group. So if you have not joined, if you own a furniture store, and a mattress store, you sell mattresses, you owe it to yourself to check out the Mattress Industry Network. Steve, thank you for your sponsorship. We appreciate you. And they are at 941 members. My goal this week is to push these guys over a thousand members. Uh, so check out the show and welcome, Doug. Thank you for your patience while I went through my announcements. The rest of the show is all yours. I, I have to say a few words, and I hope you don't get embarrassed. Um, and I'll try not to cry. Um, this is near and dear to my heart, what you do. Um, you, many years ago, over 20 years ago, uh, my nephew... Uh, was placed in my arms and I knew th that he what wasn't quite as responsive as other children that I've held in my arms. And it turned out that he was autistic. And, you know, 20 years later, it's not as scary of a thing. He's, he's having a great life, but he does need help. And this, uh, Autism touches everyone's life differently. I know it's touched you much more directly. It's it's not a nephew, it's your son. And I want you to, you know, just kind of go back to the beginning and kind of what you felt and what happened when your son was born and then kind of how you came up with this idea which has taken our industry by storm. Our industry is full of really good people that have gotten behind this and and really helped make it uh, successful. Well, Pete, uh, I'll go way back and try and be short, but um, 23 years ago, we had twins. And as they were growing up at about 12 to 14 months, we noticed a little difference between the two of them. Uh, Michael was sort of veering one direction while Eric was kind of typically developing. So we could kind of compare and contrast what was going on. So we knew something was going on, similar to your description of your nephew, um, something was going on with Michael. So we searched and searched and searched for probably two and a half years to figure out what was truly going on, um, to find out 
you know, really what was going on behind the scenes. And we finally got the diagnosis of autism. And autism is a spectrum disorder. And by that, I mean, it is a wide span spectrum. Uh, our son, as it ended up, was PDD-NOS, which is pervasive development disorder, not otherwise specified. There's, you know, autism, there's Asperger's, there's all kinds of uh, things going on that spectrum. Um, and we weren't necessarily looking for a label, but we wanted to identify what in the world was going on with Michael so we could help him. And at four years old, we finally got the identification of autism. My wife was crying profusely. Well, quite frankly, I was smiling. I was happy. Uh, and the reason I was happy is now we can set a game plan. Uh, you know, you talk about goals for the Facebook group, which I love those guys. You know, I had goals. What can we do to help Michael? How can we get him? He wasn't speaking. You know, he couldn't, re he couldn't do anything a four-year-old could typically do. Um, and my wife and I told each other at that time, at some point, we're going to have to tell Michael to stop talking so much. And it was two years later, we had to tell him that. So our journey started from Michael developing typically to all of a sudden something was going on to a mass panic, what is going on, to getting the identification, to getting the label. Uh, but then we could start doing something about it. So um, along that journey, I, I've met a million people that have helped me, helped these families um, all the way up to today, you know, 23 years later. Um, but along that journey, you know, I've had three, I am involved in the mattress business. I've had three great owner operators I worked for. Um, it started with Serta, went to Restonic and now Brooklyn Bedding. And I think they've all seen the light as I've described it to them that we need to help these kids. We need to help these families. And that's really what's happened is as people hear about our stories, they want to help. They want to allow me to go out into the industry, outside the industry, and raise money, raise awareness, and get it to where it is today. So it's been a long journey. There's a lot more there, but that's kind of the quick overview of what's you know really going on. So give us the time, the dates, the place, what's happening, and then we'll get into some more questions. This year, it's going to be our 13th anniversary of our Anti for Autism Poker Tournament. Um, it's going to be at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. It will be this Saturday. It'll be August 21st. Registration starts at 2 p.m. Our event will start at 3 p.m. I will start to talk. Hopefully, I will be short. Uh, we will have a special guest that will allow us to get started. Uh, Vince Van Patten, who is one of the great announcers at the World Poker Tour, uh, will be a guest star for us this year. And he will get us started. He will tell us to, as they say at Indy, start your engines. He will shuffle us up and start the deal. So we're very fortunate. We've had a lot of celebrities show up. Um, Vince is just the latest one in a long line of, you know, as you can see, Randy Couture has been there, Jose Canseco. Uh, you know, a lot of big superstars um, have been there. More are coming this year. Um, but we're very fortunate. It'll be this Saturday. Um, we have plenty of space. We have 94 players that have signed up to play right now. We have capacity in the room that we're going to start in of 160 players. We can expand out into the main poker room there at South Point. Um, we've maxed out some of our events in the past at 200, almost 40 players. Um, right now, we average anywhere from 150 to about 230 players. Um, but, you know, we're going to be doing it this Saturday. You don't have to play. You can just come and watch. I have relatives that are coming not to play, just to watch. So there's plenty of industry folks that come. There's, you know, locals from Vegas that just come just to watch the action, talk to the celebrities. The celebrities are great. They take pictures with everybody. You know, unfortunately, we're going to have to mask up, which, you know, is just part of what's going on today. 
but all our celebrities over the years have been tremendous for our attendees and for our players. They'll you know take pictures with you. They'll talk to you. They're not standoffish. They don't stand in a corner and stand by themselves. Uh, we're very fortunate. They're very connected to our cause. And I thank all of them for, again, coming this year. So this Saturday, 2 o'clock is the registration. 3 o'clock, we begin playing. Doug, do we um, do we have a, a the ability uh, to uh, to donate without playing and and just just say you know this is near and dear to my heart and I I I, I want to make a donation. Yes, can you share I, that with us? Yeah, it, all you have to do is go to our website and it, it's as you can see in the logo, it's anti the number four autism It's that simple. You go there, and there's a whole bunch of stuff about our event, our past events. But if you just go to donate in the upper right corner um, or sponsorship, if you want to sponsor us, that's fine. And you just go down to the bottom of our webpage, page, homepage, and it'll just ask you to fill out your name, your information, your credit card. And you can donate as simple as $25. Um, you know, if you're presenting sponsor, it's donated $25,000. So you can do anything in between there. But if you go to the upper right and just hit donate, and you'll be able to go right in and be able to donate whatever you'd like to donate the cause. You can also that day, you can come to our event. You can donate cash. Um, it's as simple as that. You can come. You can donate it on the website. Um, and once you donate, you'll get a receipt back. So you have that from a tax standpoint. We are a 501c3. Uh, we're called Beat Autism Now, which is who the receipt will come from. Um, again, Kelly and I, my wife and I started this like 14 years ago. And this is my way, and I know Pete will want to talk about this, my way of giving back. Um, you know, I got involved many, many moons ago while I was in, you know, the furniture and mattress industry. And I just decided about 14 years ago, kind of around when Autism Speaks started, that I needed to do something within my industry to give back. So we started this, and, and here's sort of a funny story. The first year we did this, we actually raised 6200 and I think it was $87. This year, for the final table, we're going to give away $15,000 to the final nine players. So we actually <laughs> give away more at the final table than we raised, actually, in the first two years. So it's it's come a long way from where it started to where it is. I think we started with 26 players. This year, we'll probably have 170, 180, 200 players. Um, and the awareness, you know, with Furniture Today... Quite frankly, Steve and the Facebook group has posted information about us. Yeah, um, you've posted information about us. You know, we're in Furniture World, Bedtime. I mean, we're in all the trade publications in the industry. We also get press in Las Vegas. We typically have a TV station or two come and do a live broadcast. So we're very, very fortunate to have a lot of partners out there. But that, that's kind of the story and how you can give. Let's let's talk about. Um, your sponsors a little bit. Let's give them a little bit of love because um, uh, nothing happens without really good sponsors. No event can ever be what it should be without um, number one, good sponsors. And number two, sponsors that stay with you over a period of years may not be the biggest sponsor in the world, but somebody who's consistently there too. Want to give a little bit of love to, to all those guys and take your time. It's uh, we're, we're not in a rush and I want these companies and these people to be recognized. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, and, and really I want to start not only with, you know, my sponsors, but quite frankly, my co-hosts and the charities. And, 
I really want to start with the charities because the charities are why we do this. It's helping the kids. I'll just give you a couple of examples. So we're, one of our one of our charities this year is the Rich Center at Youngstown State University. You may be familiar with Youngstown State being in Ohio. You know, Jim Tressel is the president at Youngstown State. I've given to the Rich Center at Youngstown State before. And Jim Tressel, as big as an important guy as he is, he came to that check presentation. It was $21,000. But he is so involved in the Autism Center at Youngstown State University that it's it's unbelievable. He just did a video for the 25th anniversary. As you can see right there, you know, Chris has got up their 25th years this year. And President Tressel, you know, took time out of his busy schedule to do a segment on the Rich Center. When I first met the executive director, probably about 18 years ago, you know, Georgia Backus became one of my good friends. Um, all they have are, they started with young kids. Um, actually, you'll remember this, Bernie Kosar, the great football player at the Cleveland Browns, his parents were part of the founding group at the Rich Center at Youngstown State. So they've done tremendous work with these kids, you know, whether it's basic, what we call ABA therapy, the applied behavioral uh, adaptation of all these therapies, or whether it's physical therapy, you know, speech therapy, occupational therapy, or quite frankly, helping these kids as they age out, finding them a job. You know, that's what some of these other groups do. You know, the FEET organization of Southern Nevada, you know, they help the families, they help the kids, um, they help get you support and therapy that you need. It's amazing. So the five charities, uh, number one, I have to thank them for all the work that they do. My co-hosts, I have 12 co-hosts some are in the industry, some are not in the industry, some are in mattresses, some are not in mattresses, but all their names are on the website. You know, guys that have been with me since the beginning, like Dave Wackendorfer and Randy Kakonis and Jerry Williams, and Joey Amato, and, and some of these guys, and I know I'm going to skip a few, but they've all been with me basically since the beginning, 13 years ago. And all they do is spread it word of mouth or they'll send emails to their friends and as an example, Randy Kikonis is on the board at Furniture First. You know, I happen to be wearing a Furniture First shirt today. You know, they're one of my big sponsors. They give us $10,000 a year to help these kids and these families. You know, I can't speak, you know, and Andrew Kaufman um, is, is one of my great supporters. Um, just personally, he talks to his members at Furniture First all the time about what they're doing, what Randy is doing to help the kids, whether it's, you know, Randy and his daughter-in-law's charity, you know, the National Autism Association of Southeast Ohio Group. They do tremendous things in Appalachian, Southeast Ohio, and then down into West Virginia um, for the families that need the, the, the help. They don't have a lot of money down there. They need support. So the co-hosts do tremendous work, but I do not want to leave out the sponsors. Um, and again, I'll tell you a funny story. There's so many stories involved here, but um, Carl Glassman, I, I know you probably know who Carl is. He's the CEO, president of Liggett & Platt. The biggest component supplier to the mattress and furniture industry, Liggett and Platt. So Carl decides he wants to donate $500 personally. This is going back about 10 years ago. So I get a page. I'm in the Restonic space in Las Vegas. Doug Krinsky, Carl Glassman is here to see you. So I don't know who Carl is. You know, I'm a sales manager at Restonic and I don't know who he is. So Rampasalia and Bob Quinn and Lee Quinn and all the executives at Restonic are like, how do you know Carl? How do you know Carl? I don't know. I don't even know who Carl is. So <laughs> they, they sent Carl Glassman back to see me. Hey, Carl, it's nice to meet you. We've been emailing back and forth. And he goes, Doug, 
I really want to thank you for what you're doing. I, I don't even know who Carl is. Great. Thanks. You know, he's suit and a tie and, you know, he looks just so professional and I'm there, you know, in a, in a golf shirt in the Rastonic space and he, <laughs> he hands me a check personally and he goes, Doug, I'm telling you right now, Liggett and Platt's going to jump in and my wife, Kathy and I are going to jump in heavier next year. We want to be a part of your organization and partner with you. And I was like, great. Today, Liggett and Platt is my presenting sponsor. They give us $25,000 and Carl and Kathy Glassman give us $10,000 personally. So you never know where these things go, but Liggett and Platt, I've got to thank Carl. And unfortunately, I feel terrible this year because of COVID. Carl will actually not be at our event this year, which I feel terrible about. But, you know, he's one of those guys that says, Doug, whether I'm there or not, the kids and the families need the money. So take our money, use it wisely, which we know that you will, and please do what you do and keep doing it. So guys like Carl, um, Furniture First, you know, Symbol, Corsicana, Ashley, and, and another co-host, Stu Carlitz with Eclipse Eastman House. I know you probably know Stu. You know, Stu's been with us forever, and he's a $10,000 sponsor. All these big sponsors, you know, Ashley Furniture is a $10,000 sponsor. You know, Todd Wanek comes to our event. You know, who is anti for autism? Who am I? But one of his very, I'll call her assertive, independent reps, Myra Stone, has talked and talked and talked till she's blue in the face to all the Ashley team, gets them to come to our event. Todd comes to our event. He buys items at our silent auction. He gives us $10,000. His sister Sherry's been to our event. So, you know, who is Andy for Autism? Well, Andy for Autism is simply a conduit to connect the money and the awareness to the folks that need that awareness and need the money to help those kids and families. So, those are our top sponsors. You know, my company is a $5,000 sponsor, Brooklyn Bedding. You know, Plan Furniture Promotions, PFP, a big company in the industry. They're a promote, they're a big, you know, sponsor of ours. Uh, Symbol Corsicana gives us another $5,000 as a platinum sponsor. You know, I can go on and on and on. There's probably another 25, 30 sponsors. I don't want to take up too much time. I will mention them all at the event on Saturday, but those are some of our bigger sponsors. But, you know, again, you go all the way down to the $500 sponsor. I have, you know, Roger Magowitz, a big guy in the industry, gives me $1,000. He likes to play, but he can't even be there either. So he called me up the other day and he said, Doug, I can't be there. I'm going to give you another $1,000. And I'm like, Roger, you have your Cena Magowitz pancreatic cancer event that you need to push the money toward. He goes, Doug, you're doing great things and I want to give you more money. You know, typically he would rebuy or add on to his, you know, poker stack and he would spend more money there. So he gave me another thousand dollars. You know, I have a good friend going way back to the eighties that used to be my boss, Tom Daly. He just gave me $500. He's not coming to the event. Uh, my old boss, you can see there, David Diet Serta, uh, used to run the Serta Cincinnati plant. He gives me $500. Gary Fazio, a lot of people probably remember, you know, he got me a big sponsorship at Serta Simmons when he was there. He gives me $500. You know, there's a host of folks. I I mean, I can't thank them enough for what they do. They don't even come to the event. They don't attend. They don't play. They want to help. It's just, it's amazing to me that all these folks jump in when they're competitors. And Pete, you and I are competitors, but yet you have me on your show, which is just outstanding you know, we all set all those things aside. We compete. There's plenty of room for everybody. But for me, for all these competitors to come together, you know, I have the biggest component company, Liggett. I have the biggest 
retail manufacturer and upholstery and bedding, Ashley Furniture, that donates. Uh, it's amazing to me how I get all these folks to help our kids and families. So from a sponsor standpoint, it starts with the charities, the co-hosts, you know, all the sponsors, they all come together to help the group. And, you know, I can't say enough about all of them, but, but thanks to all of them. Yeah, I was uh, actually going to mention, uh, I saw David Dye on there and uh, David Dye is a special guy. He's, uh, you know, he hasn't been active in the industry that I can see for a long time and still active with this charity. So my hat is off to him. As always, David's one of the outstanding people from our industry. I mean, truly a special guy. He really is. Very much so. And, and there's a there's a lot of special guys and gals that that make this up. Um, so this is you know someone's out there and they're listening. They may not have participated before, Doug. Um, and I'm trying to figure out how do we make them understand that you know what you, you don't have to give twenty five thousand dollars you don't have to give ten thousand dollars you know if, if a thousand people gave a hundred bucks I mean there you go there's some some real money uh twenty five dollars you know give if if you're being moved to give if something is stirring inside of you to give give satisfy that it's there for a reason and give something and don't feel like it's not enough. I guess that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. And, and again, I'll give you another story. So Shannon Kakonis, who runs one of the five charities we typically give to the national autism association of Southeast Ohio. So what Shannon does, she'll set up, you know, little grants for folks in Southeast Ohio and, and down into Appalachia and West Virginia. So for a family that just needs to go to a seminar, let's just say there's a seminar in Columbus, Ohio, and they just need money to drive up there or to get a babysitter for their child. They can't, you know, obviously bring their son or their daughter who has autism with them. So, you know, the little seminars, just little information about, you know, whether it's a therapy or a doctor to go see or a new, you know, non-gluten product to try, just the simplest things that can help their kids. And these seminars can't cost more than 50 bucks or a hundred bucks plus 50 bucks of gas to get there. But these families can't afford to do that. And that's what, you know, the NASEO, that's what Feet of Southern Nevada does. These groups help these families in the smallest ways, as well as, you know, the ABA therapies that cost thousands of dollars. So Pete, you're so right. And again, another story, Dave Fogler, you may know Dave over in Indianapolis, used to be a CERTA rep, used to be one of my CERTA reps. I, I would tell you, he's one of the best mattress reps I've ever met. And fortunately, he worked for me um, for a while. But he gives me $50 a year. He's typically the first guy in when I announce what the event is going to be, where it's going to be. Dave is first in with his $50. And I thank him every year as much as I thank anybody, uh, not only for being the first guy again, but um, for helping us out. But $50 does make a difference. Believe me, even for my son, going way back, $50 makes a difference. We've been very fortunate. And as I said before, I've been very blessed for this industry. Um, you know, I've been very fortunate to make a lot of money and give back a lot of money. And, you know, Kelly and I have three great boys and now grandkids and so forth. But, 
You know, we've been very fortunate, but some families aren't and they need that $50 or the $100 or $200. And that's what these groups do. They help give back and help those families. So it does make a big difference. Yes. So I want to say something about competition and competitors. So at the end of the day, we sell from our heart. Don't sell from your brain. You sell from your heart. Sooner or later, when you're dealing with somebody for 10 years, they're going to see your heart. They're going to see who you are. And hopefully it's something good. That's why Chris actually named the show what he named it. You know, selling is from your heart. And when your heart's right, everything's right. Getting back to the competition thing. I remember years and years ago when uh, I had gotten my showroom set up and we were going to compete the very next day at a show. And I think your guys didn't show up, Doug. Is that what happened? And I, I remember I remember helping you schlep and you were like, I heard you eat your young. You were making a joke. <laughs> you were making light of it. But you were kind of surprised that I was helping you. And I'm like, dude, what kind of a human being would I be if I didn't help you? I, I mean, my showroom was set up. I was all good. And you were like wrestling around with some big mattresses. So at least I could do is help you. Well, I just, I happened to watch last week's segment and I saw you tried out for three NFL teams. Now I know why you were able to lift all those mattresses and help me out and all that. <laughs> By the way, I meant, to, I meant to actually ask you ahead of time, but what were the, who were the NFL teams you tried out for? And maybe you mentioned uh, that in another episode, but I just had to ask you that. There was only one NFL team. It was uh, New England Patriots. And then the other two teams were from the uh, now defunct, what was the name of that league? XFL? Nope. It was before that. It was the Pittsburgh Maulers and some other team. If you look up in the late 80s, no, early 80s, there was a... There was a rival uh, professional football league that came up. It, they didn't last long. USFL. Thank you, Steve. Steve, in for the save. Thank you for saving me, USFL. So uh, two of them were USFL teams and uh, the New England Patriots. And it was so funny because I'm like, why'd you cut me, coach? He goes, you're too damn short. And I was trying out for linebacker. He goes, dude, you need to be like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, and I'm like, all right. And he was a real short guy too. So I'm like, okay. So we we have similar pain. But uh, Steve, thank you for the $100. And you know what? I, I'm going to match it. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let you uh, go out there alone. Make a note. Tell Jenny to donate $100 because I'll forget. I'm also going to throw in $100 since I can't play. Thank you, Steve. That's awesome. I'm sorry I cut you off. I'm good at that. Well, just speaking about competitors, and I'll give you another example, another story. But, you know, Randy Kikonis and I go back a long way. And I, I mentioned Randy's name a long time. But um, he and I go back, back in the 80s. And occasionally he has these big one-day events. So I'll go down and help him in the sales floor. So I have my beds there. And then there's Serta beds, Tepropedic beds. There's other beds there. So while I'm there, yes, I actually sell the competition. Um, I've sold Sealy, I've sold Tempur-Pedic, I've sold Simmons. I've sold them all. I've helped move mattresses for my competitors. 
Um, it's just, to me, it's what you do. It's just, you help. And, you know, it's like my event, you know, people just want to help. And um, I, I'm very satisfied that they do and very thankful that they do. But um, it is kind of funny how they come together and, you know, you see a few guys that don't help and, and you know, they look at you as a competitor and, you know, it's, it's just, I just kind of laugh at it. It's just kind of funny. Well, it's pathetic and sad, but, it, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know what? I, I remember uh, I was going up against a national champ in powerlifting. My midlife crisis, because I didn't have the money for a red convertible, was powerlifting. And so the guy ran out of smell insults. So I told my coach, give him my smell insults. And then his knee wrap broke. I gave him a knee wrap. And my coach was furious at me, pissed off. Pete, why are you doing this? And I said, John, he, he has to be able to shake my hand and tell me that I was stronger. Not because he didn't have his smell insults, not because of his knee wrap. And that's exactly what happened. I beat him. I gave him whatever he needed to, to beat me. And he didn't. And then he had to acknowledge the fact that I was a stronger man that day. And that's the only way I want to win in anything. It doesn't matter. I, there is no grace in winning if it's, there's a shortcut or if it's done the wrong way. And, and, and what are we really talking about at the end of the day? Why do we want to win? We want to help our customers be more successful. So, you know, I, I just, I've never understood the whole thing about, competitors and I you know I don't think you need to be angry or mean uh, to be successful. I think that what you actually need is a bigger heart. You have to have a heart for your dealer. You have to want to do the right thing for your dealer more so than anything else. And if that's what drives you, your dealer is going to reward you. You know, one time I was doing uh a training for Steve Munchen and Steve sold his business. He's out of the business right now. And he said, I've never seen a rep do that in a sales meeting before. And I said, what Steve? He goes, well, you, you told them how to sell Tempur-Pedic better than the Tempur-Pedic rep. You told them how to sell Serta better than the Serta rep. I said, because I've sold all that stuff. I know how to sell that stuff. And I want them to understand how my stuff fits in. And I don't want them just selling all my stuff because it's not good for you and it's not good for them. And most of all, the bigger picture is it's not good for the consumer. So if we always do the right thing, everything turns out fine. And, and I think we have a lot of people in our industry, Doug. I think we're really blessed. You know, in general, you know, are, are there a few crazy people in our industry? Sure. But as a general rule, we as an industry really have a good heart. There's a lot of really great people with big hearts. As a matter of fact, when, um, John Ratched, uh, from protect the bed, uh, stepped down, I reached out to him a few months later and I said, Hey, did you land? And he said, no, not yet. And I said, okay, well, I'll keep my eye out for you and I'll make some introductions for you if you need me to. And he goes, 
thanks, Pete. That's really nice. Do, do you need anything? And I said, no. He goes, well, like, do you want something if uh, like I land something that you you know, lead me to. And I said, no, I, 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 you've been very good to me for the last two years as president of protect the bed. And, and I just want to help you find the next thing that's right for you. And, and if I can help you get some business with your, whatever it is that you do next, I, I want to help. And John said this, Pete, that's what I love about this industry. This industry is full of people like you who really just want to help people. And I said, yeah, that's what I love about it too. I, I you know, and, and I think we share that. And, and, you know, sometimes things happen in our lives that, you know, we don't, we don't understand. Uh, and I think sometimes there's lessons in there that, that, you know, not to pontificate that, that we needed as, as a human being to grow, you know, my, uh, my youngest daughter, um, has PKU and, you know, it can be a very serious thing if it's untreated, um, very, very serious, but it's easily, uh, it's easily, um, um, managed. Thank you for saving me. Uh, easily managed through diet and a few simple, uh, you know, medical foods and medications. And, you know, she's, she's had a great life, but you know, my wife was hysterical when she got the news that her baby had PKU and I was happy. I was just like you. I almost laughed when you said that. And I said, I, we know what it is, honey. We know what it is. I know exactly what it is. I already looked it up. She's going to be fine. And you know what? Me and you are going to have to work a little bit harder to make sure she has the life that she needs. And I think in a lot of ways, that's a lot of what drove you to kind of start this. And, you know, will your son benefit from these efforts? Yeah. But hundreds, if not thousands of kids' lives are going to be changed through this effort, Doug. So, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. And, you know, the point about, you know, will Michael benefit, you know, directly off of these things? Probably not per se. But again, I'll give you another story. So back when Michael was probably five, I was very irritated with our local school district. So there's things I wanted to change. Medicaid system wasn't working right. So I decided I was going to take it upon myself to meet my state rep. So it was a guy named John Peterson. So John and I formed a little group, a little task force, I guess you would say. So he went to the governor of Ohio at that time, Bob Taft, and said, Bob, we need to start an official Ohio autism task force. So the governor said, yep. The legislator said, yep, let's do it. So we we actually formed through legislation, um, the Ohio Autism Task Force. So I was appointed to it with about 22 other folks. And out of that came some tremendous things. And I know when I was always talking to the state legislators and even congressmen and even U.S. senators and governors or whatever, you know, I know in the back of their mind, a lot of them are thinking, how does your son or how are you going to benefit out of this? And I actually got to the point where I would say, my son is not going to benefit from this. I just want you to know that right up front. Um, so we were able to get through several things. One was the autism scholarship. Next came the John Peterson scholarship. Next came an autism waiver. Um, then came a second autism waiver. And I can very proudly say 
every year there's over 10,000 kids that utilize those waivers in the state of Ohio every year, be it for education or for medical needs. Over 10,000 kids came out of a simple, quite frankly, pissed off parent that went to a state legislator. And I know it used to drive my wife crazy, but honey, this has to be fixed. And then what we were able to do is John took our legislation and quite frankly, a group we formed called the Ohio Center for Autism and Low Incidence, which actually was a group that is now an international group based here in Columbus, Ohio, that actually helps educational systems and medical systems either coordinate things with other groups or get services for parents, whatever it is. But we've been able to expand the scholarships and the waivers out into the country. So there, there are literally, to your point, thousands of families that have benefited from the advocacy work that our groups have done in Ohio, as well as other states. And that's where a group like Autism Speaks comes in. So they'll come in and they'll help us advocate with legislators or whoever we need to talk to, a governor, which again, I've talked to the last five governors in Ohio about all this stuff. Um, I hate fundraising, but I have done fundraising for both sides of the aisle because this is truly an issue that crosses the aisle. And, you know, it is my cause and I will vote my cause and a lot of people vote their cause. And, you know, most of the times it goes the way I want it to. Sometimes I get really ticked off and it doesn't go my way. So I will fight even harder and get it passed later. Um, And again, another story, John Kasich, which a lot of people probably heard of, he was running for governor of Ohio. I knew he was going to win. So I went and talked to his education person and then... I had a conversation with John about what I wanted to have done. And he said, Doug, quite frankly, I don't want that to get through in the time between when I get elected and when I take control. Um, And I was exceptionally disappointed in that. And he said, Doug, we're going to get it through. So to this day, John Kasich is truly a man of his word. He got this insurance legislation through that we needed to get through. I wasn't happy it took four and a half years, but it did. So you know, as it relates sort of to business a little bit, you have to have patience. You can't be overbearing. You can't, you know, think I know everything. You can't be, you know, the guy that says, if you don't listen to me, you're an idiot. You know, patience is a virtue. I mean, it takes time. And again, I think I read somewhere, maybe it was one of your things, Pete, but you know, sometimes it takes as many as 12 contacts to open up a new account um, or more. So, you know, you have to have patience. And I've learned, and again, I drive my wife, Kelly, nuts. It's just, I have no patience. You know, dealing with the government drives you crazy. It's not like a private enterprise where, you know, a David Dye or a Bob Quinn or a John Merwin at Brooklyn can say, yeah, Doug, go ahead and do that. I'll support you. I mean, to me, I've always lived in the private enterprise world where, you know, you just talk to one or two people and you get it done. I've been very fortunate, knock on wood. Uh, but dealing with the government, oh my gosh, it's it's so frustrating. You know, fortunately, I've gotten a lot of things through, or our groups have gotten a lot of things through. But you know, as it relates back to this event and the industry, you know, I've learned patience is a virtue, and you know, I've learned that with my son, with the therapies he's gone through. I mean, I could talk about a million different things, but you know, for our event, you know, there's a lot of sponsors that it took a while for them to come around and now be a sponsor, and some of them, quite frankly, it's a competitive situation. It's you know, I just see in our sponsorship that I can see, you know, one sponsor has job, jumped in in an industry and another in the same industry has jumped in 
And, and I think they see the light. I think they see whether it's to you and me, a personal touch with you know a relative, they may have a relative, which a lot of people don't like to talk about that. Um, Kelly, Kelly at first didn't want to. I have a lot of friends that doesn't want to talk about the label of having a son or a daughter with autism. I wanted to get the word out because I knew by getting the word out, we could get more services for these families. Um, and so that's what I've been very fortunate in these 13 years. The industry, to my knowledge, really wasn't that well aware of what autism was. You know, it's a spectrum disorder. It's, you know, my son is coming to the event. There's probably some other adults with autism that are coming to the event. You know, my son, as I always say, is the happiest guy on the face of the earth. He can't add two plus six. Quite frankly, he can't. But you know what? He holds two jobs and he can socialize with people and he can take instructions so he can work. And it drives him crazy when we go by, you know, a, a mattress firm or we go by a Kroger or we go by whatever. And there's somebody out there panhandling for money. Michael says, you can go get a job and they can go get a job. And, you know, I'm not going to go too far into that, but it drives him crazy that they're out there with a sign. I'm homeless. I don't have a job. I need money. When Michael, who has autism and can't add two plus six but yet he can socialize and hold two jobs. So anyway, it's so funny how it's come full circle in some ways to me. Well, this is what I say. God bless Michael and, and God bless you and Kelly for raising him with uh, that work ethic because uh, that is very important. Um, and I don't care who that offends. Um, if you tuned in, and you haven't been watching this and you're like, where's my sales lesson? I'm, I want you to go back and replay what Doug just said about helping 10,000 kids, his frustration of dealing with the government. And I want you to look at his facial expressions and I want you to look at his body language. Okay. Because what I saw was conviction and as a salesperson, if you don't have a product or a service that you're excited enough about that you ha don't have conviction about, find something else to sell because you have to have what Doug just put on full display there. And the one thing that he talked about was dealing with an entity and with people whom he didn't know, that he wasn't comfortable with, but his cause was so important to him that he was willing to jump through that. That's conviction. And, and if you're a sales pro and you want to get better at selling, you have to have conviction. And you have to have conviction um, in, your, in your product and what your product does and how it benefits your customer. And if you don't, you have to find something else to sell. Um, really quickly, I'm going to read for a minute. For those of you who have my book, go to page 90. It is chapter 58. Sponsor an annual award in your community. Okay? Fostering goodwill in your local community is important for a local business for several reasons the least of which is the publicity and marketing opportunities it can bring you. While you always want to have your marketing radar on, this is a time when you want to put your needs on the back burner and figure out ways to give back to your community. 
make sure you are doing it for the right reasons. When you do, forces that you cannot imagine conspire to create a truly special event. One strategy to accomplish this is to create and sponsor a special award or awards that recognize individuals or companies or organizations for a specific reason, one that should be important to you. It's best if you can tie a personal story as to why this award exists and why it's important to you to create this recognition. So, for example, if academics are important to you, you could sponsor an award for the high school student who showed the most improvement during the school year. Consider meaningful prizes that make sense and do the most good. You can promote this award through the local media and get exposure for the award and for your business. And that's that. And that's pretty darn close to what you're doing. No doubt about it. I, you know, I, I visit, you know, not as many customers as you do, Pete, but as I visit customers, you know, I constantly see they're engaged in their community, you know, whether it's a flood or whether, whatever it is, you know, whether they're just giving water bottles, um, you know, I, I won't tell you who it is, but up in Michigan, when Flint had all their issues, you know, they asked their suppliers, I happened to be one of their suppliers at the time, can you donate some money? So we can get water bottles to Flint, Michigan, because of all their problems with their, you know, water system. Um, and, and you know, in the end, you know, I hope it comes back to those retailers, you know. But that's not why they do it. They want to help. They want to give back. And you know, I have several customers that do autism things because they're engaged in it. But you know, I just I'm just looking in front of me all the pictures that I sent to you and Chris for today, you know, and I'm looking at you know, the poker players and the celebrities and whether it's, you know, a guy like Jose Canseco or Jennifer Harmon or Jennifer Tilly or, you know, Mike the Mouth Matazow or Eric Seidel or Pia Zadora, um, Randy Couture, all these guys, they don't get anything out of coming to our event. All they simply want to do is use their notoriety to help us raise either money or awareness to help these family and kids. And, and a good example is Pia Zadora. She has a son with autism. She came last year. She didn't play. Um, all she wanted to do is talk to us about her personal experience with autism, her son. And then she said, let's have a great event. Let's shuffle up and deal. And she couldn't have been nicer. She took pictures with everybody and she gets nothing out of it. But all she wanted to do is the goodwill that she can throw her name you know, for people that don't know her, she's an entertainer. Um, she's been around for a long time, but she's still entertaining. You know, a guy like Jose Canseco, you know, he's got two World Series rings. You know, he actually, last year, we do we do a live auction every year. He pulled me aside and said, Doug, I want to auction off a foursome at my golf course. So out of the kindness of his heart, just off the cuff, he goes, give me the microphone. So he grabs the microphone and he goes, all right, let's go. I'm going to live auction off a foursome to my golf club. And he did, you know, he raised like a thousand dollars in like two minutes. Um, you know, you can see a picture there of our silent auction. We have a silent auction that we do all that money, a hundred percent of all the proceeds there that we get <clears throat> go back to the groups. So, you know, it's these celebrities giving back it's, you know, retailers giving back. I mean, I just think it's the right thing to do. And, you know, I've learned over the years that, you know, if I get something back for it, that's not why I do it. Um, I do it, you know, I, I guess you're talking about conviction, but to me, it's passion. It's passion for a cause, passion for what I do. 
another example, a work-related issue. On Saturday, I dragged my wife with me to do some videos at a mattress event, um, and she did four videos for me. She really didn't appreciate it, but she knows what I do. So she was videotaping me doing videos that I needed to do, and then I sent them off to one of my large national accounts yesterday. And I just, she goes, how do you remember all? I didn't, you know, have any notes or anything. I just, you know, zipping through all these mattresses. She goes, how do you remember that? I said, I just love what I do. I just, I'm not sure I use the word passion, but I just love what I do. I just have fun. And at our event on Saturday, it is a fun event. I know I'm sort of making it sort of heavy with all the autism stuff, but I don't make it heavy at the event. I don't want it to be heavy. I do plenty of those charity events and I love those events, some for autism, some for other groups. My event is a, our event is a fun event. You know, we, we have fun with everybody there. The celebrities are fun. They want to take a picture with you. They want to engage. It is a fun time. Enjoy your business. Enjoy the moment you're going through. Even if it's a tough customer and they're really challenging you on something, enjoy the moment. Look at it as a challenge. Um, you know, that's what I do. I, you know, I, I have a couple of customers that, you know, our delivery right now is not ideal where it should be because of foam shortages. So I take it on as a challenge. So, you know, I've challenged our company. What can we do to ship quicker? Well, can we stock goods? Can we do things? I mean, take it as a challenge, overcome that challenge. You know, dealing with the government with autism issues, you know, it's a challenge, believe me. Um, and it takes a lot longer with the government, but in the end, Hopefully you get it all done and we've gotten the big things knocked out. But in business, you know, I've lived it for 39 years like you, I mean, a long time and I get it. There's so many challenges, whether it was COVID or it was, you know, a hurricane that hit down South and you can't get product, find a way to get over it. Um, and I can't remember the movie with um, Clint Eastwood, but where he's a Marine Sergeant and his group was challenged and he goes, you have to you know, get over the challenge and overcome and defeat your, whatever it was. But he had like three great words and I, I should probably remember those, but you need to find a way to overcome the challenge and, you know, goals. You talked about goals at the beginning. One of our goals this year, quite frankly, we're at 854,000 going into this year's event. We've raised 126,000 so far with sponsorship and player entries. I need another $21,000 this year to hit $1 million raised in 13 years. I'm very, I'm very optimistic. We're going to hit a million dollars this year at the event. So I have goals. Our co-hosts have goals. Goals are good. I know a lot of people don't like goals. I love goals. I love having goals. I, I try to set goals for our family. It drives them crazy, but I like having goals. Um, you know, it's something to strive for, something to shoot for. And when you achieve them, how great do you feel when you achieve a goal? So it, it's just, it, I just love it. One constant that I see in my 39 years of of being in business is that um, people who are successful are are goal seekers, and they they love goals. Uh, and, and the secret to setting goals is really simple. Everybody, don't set a goal because your boss tells you to set a goal. Don't set a goal that has no energy behind it. Set a goal that excites you set a goal that makes you makes you wake up and think about that goal and makes you change your behaviors and makes you a better person that's the kind of goals that you need to set so let's help let's help 
Doug achieve this goal? We also have a live auction piece again this year. So we're going to live auction off three vacation right there. They are three great vacations. There's, I don't know if anybody's familiar with down Dominican Republic, the Casa de Campo compound. It's, it's like 7,000 acres. They have tremendous golf courses down there. So, you know, it's a tremendous, they have, you can, it's a three bedroom play, seven days, you know, we're valuing it at $4,000. Quite frankly, it's worth probably a lot more than that, but there's a seven night stay in Mexico. There's a trip for two to Italy, which my wife has already been bugging me about, but <laughs> I, I'm not sure I'm going to be bidding on that one. Although she'll be at the event this year, so I don't know, but we have live auction items. So if you just want to come and bid and there's people that do this, just come and bid on the live auction items. They want that trip. Um, there's a couple of folks up in Canada that are Ashley reps that, you know, all they come for, they like to play, but they like to buy our trips. And it's just, it's phenomenal that we get these people just, and you know, when they, they came over to me and I'd read their names cause they pre-register and yeah, I remember you guys. And, but really Doug, we come cause we like your auction items. I'm like, that's <laughs> tremendous. I love it. Um, so, you know, whether you want to donate or buy a live auction item, a silent auction item, um, whatever you want to do, we'd love to have you there. Uh, if you can't come, we'd love to have you donate. If you can come next year, uh, we're not quite sure where or when the event's going to be next year, but you know, there's there's plenty of things to get in, engaged with. You know, just spreading it word of mouth. Just hey, I was at this event. I heard about this event. If you're going to be in Vegas, you should stop by. Um, just things like that, and and that's really how we've picked up momentum. Is you know, we get people mentioning it to other people. You know, Nicholas Gonzalez is a, a friend of Karina Jett, one of my co-hosts. So again, you talk about six degrees or whatever it is to Kevin Bacon, you know, it was two steps to get to Nicholas Gonzalez. He's one of the big actors that was on The Good Doctor, a show about a doctor with autism. So you just never know how you're going to connect with people. Jose Canseco lives in Vegas, is a friend of Karina's. You know, Chip and Karina are professional poker players. They have their own real estate company. Karina, you know, just sold a $1.8 million house in Vegas, but she's spending time on her charity, which is our event. She has passion to do it. So whether it's her business in real estate or our business in furniture, so many things you do in charity relates to having a successful business. It's, it's amazing how they mirror each other. It really is. So anybody that's in Vegas on Saturday, where do they go to again? Go to South Point Hotel and Casino. It is South. It's on the Strip but it's south of the main part of the strip. You just keep going south on Las Vegas Boulevard and you'll run into it a couple of miles. You know, it's really south of the Luxor, south of Mandalay Bay, but it's down there and it's actually a huge casino. They have 11 restaurants. If you want to go eat, just stop by. They have great restaurants. If you want to just stop in and say hello, um, donate. You know, People can cash donate. People bring checks and cash, but it's south on Las Vegas Boulevard. Again, our event will start at three o'clock this Saturday. And how long does it go usually? Typically, our events will go about four and a half, five hours. Um, just a short story. The first event, I think it was at um, a, a casino downtown, the Four Queens, I believe it was. We started about eight o'clock. It finished about 3.30 in the, in the morning. And I told the guys who were running it, hey, we're all in the furniture business. We have to be at work at seven o'clock tomorrow. Next year, we need to get it going a little faster. So typically... You know, if it starts at three, we'll probably be done seven, eight o'clock the way it looks. Last words, my friend. I, I quite frankly, I want to thank you, Pete and Chris, for, for putting me on your show. Uh, we've known each other forever. Um, we're competitors, but uh, we've known each other forever. We're friends. 
Um, I just, I thank all the sponsors. I thank the charity specifically. I thank my co-hosts. And quite frankly, I look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. If you can stop by, bring a mask. We all have extra masks. We have hand sanitizers. We'll do whatever we need to do. We're going to get to a million dollars and we're going to help these kids and the family. So thank you and hope to see you on Saturday. Thank you. And that's a wrap. AutismSpeaks.org.